Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here, joining you from Leo Heartland of America. Find me anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, Radio, iHeart Radio, and other platforms like it. Find me on Instagram at underscore IamCanRestativa. Find me on the Twitters at IACPod and on Getter at IACPod. Wish to kick this podcast some extra bucks? You can go to paypal.me slash podcast. All right, so this is similar to what we've been talking about um, with regards to um, Alberta and how they have a lot of cannabis shops per capita, um, likely more than a lot of the other provinces. Um, so people were talking about how in how how Calgary, which is a city in Alberta, like do they have too many shops? I again I. I this show we center this show on the average Jane and the average Joe. The average Jane, and the average Joe, having being spoiled for choice, um, having a sufficient amount of stores in their locality, municipality, their city, county, uh, and to have enough variety, not just in terms of stores, but in terms of having a variety of different key bars to. And knowing that those chemovars are going to be, and if it's not at that store that I, I I love going to, I can go to another store five minutes away from the place that I usually go to, and I know they will have it or have an equivalent. I'd rather there be way too many stores and the vendors being big mad about it, and the average and the average Joe paying forty, fifty an ounce. Or, um, or them being able to have a wide variety of strains, more than they'll have access to. Because, again, when you have the opposite of that, like you do in, in Massachusetts, where, yes, you have 200 or so stores, adult-use stores, across 7, seven million, but so they're only offering, like, five strains each. That's Massachusetts. You go to dispensaries in Nevada, you go to dispensaries in the left coast, Colorado. Stores will have dozens of strains off rip. Your average store has dozens of strains. Um, and if you're using this at a, as a medicine, you need a, a set of cannabinoids, a uh, set of terpenes. You need consistent strains that you know are going to do the if you have you have high barriers of entry, um, you have artificial caps and limits on these stores. The few stores that exist are not are going to charge through the nose. They're not going to have a lot of variety, and again, they can charge what they want because you have nowhere else to go. But if you have if you have these shops competing for your dollar, they're going to do all they can to provide the the best products for the undocumented patients buy upon their products. So let's read about this problem here in quote-unquote problem here in Michigan. Race to the bottom. Plummeting Michigan marijuana prices. Great for buyers, bad for business. But great for the nugget nutrients. This is from MLive.com by Gus Burns. 
Correction, this originally included an incorrect price per ounce calculation. Lies. The continued free fall of retail marijuana prices in Michigan is great for customers, tough on businesses. Tell me to play the world's tiniest violin for that. Profit margins look to cinch even more, at least in the short term, as surplus of newly harvested marijuana enters both the legal and illicit markets during what is known in the marijuana industry as Croptober. Harvest time for outdoor farms. Croptober sparked a $30 month-to-month per price per I mean, price per ounce decline in 2020 and $13 in 2021. In an economy that's experiencing significant inflation, grocery prices are up 13%. I, no, I believe it's way more than 13%. People. Marijuana is an anomaly. Marijuana insiders point to the growing glut of marijuana being produced by businesses, businesses licensed for nearly 1.5 million plants at any given time in a state where only about 200 of the 1,773 communities have opted to allow recreation. And this happens in most weeks. Um, you vote yes on a, on a state level. But if you live in a conservative city or you live in a city where your city... They can ban your ability to have shots. That often. And with it. That's what's causing the race to the bottom, said Harry Barish, who operates the 8,000-member Michigan Cannabis Professionals Facebook page and works as the cannabis industry specialist for the Southfield-based NAI Furman real estate firm. If you can't get your price per pound down to a number that's economically feasible, you better have much higher quality product to be able to compete, end quote. He believes that Michigan's marijuana industry is heading the direction of beer and liquor, where customers are offered low-priced products produced by massive deep-pocket manufacturers, along with specially top-shelf liquors bottled in lower quantities at higher prices. And in some regards, he said, it's already there. I'd guess maybe 60 to 70% is bottom shelf, and maybe 10% is mid to top shelf. As the... Latest data provided by the Michigan Cannabis Regulatory Agency, CRA, in September, the average retail price for an ounce of marijuana, enough to pack a pipe 56 times, was 110. Oh, I envy. That's a 73% decline from the 393 per ounce cannabis flower cost in September 2020, and a 46% dip since marijuana retailed for 394 per ounce a year ago. Pursue the shelves or online menus of most dispensaries, and it's not that uncommon to find prices even lower. Ounces of marijuana with names like Vanilla Gorilla, Cheesequake, and many other high-priority strains approaching 20% fees may be had for $100, sometimes less. While the prices drop, total sales are still increasing. The state in September re- reported a record $195 million in recreational sales, a pace that, if maintained, will approach $3.5 billion over the next year with medical marijuana sales included. How far will the prices drop? Farish 
doesn't believe marijuana pricing has hit rock bottom and said that there's still room for prices to decline. Retailers M Live spoke with said that the wholesale price per pound of marijuana flower, which is nearly 3500 two years ago, now ranges between 1000 and 1500 At 1000 the wholesale cost for an ounce of marijuana is $50. Um, so I'm going to do another digression. Uh, shout out to the Daily Dope Show, longtime friend of the show. He's out in Michigan. He's the grower out there in Michigan. They're continuing to squeeze out all average Janes and average Joe growers like like um, our friend of the show, Brando Louise, continuing to do all these tyrannical regulations. You know, you have people and in, in city councils all over these legal states that hate the plan and hate the people that use the plan. And they are re restricting law-abiding abiding business owners from, from starting cannabis establishments and selling to law-abiding people who want to buy in those because of a few Karens, the municipality, entire entire enterprises can't do business there. And people that need this medicine can get it. So my my city, my city voted against legalization. Voted to legalize sixty. And thankfully I have I have I have a car or whatever and I drive somewhere that get cannabis or those that don't if you live in a dry city, you're you're having you're you're having to go elsewhere. You're having to hit up a street. You know, you're having to go to the synthetics. You're having, or excuse me, let me not say the synthetics. Where you're having to go off and and get the uh and get THC made from hemp because that's the, that's the only place they will ship to you. Um, because the dispensaries are not in your locality. Um. I mean, that's where we are, you know. But another silver lining with these low prices is that people in expensive states like like um, Illinois for both recreational and medical, they can get medicine actually their needs, allegedly, in Michigan. So these low prices are benefiting the people of Illinois. Um, but yeah, I um, just wanted to Drop some shout outs to good friends of the show here. And my people out my, my listeners out in the Midwest too. I have a good amount of Illinois podcast shout out to you. Other oh, there's another one. Yeah, so shout out to all my Illinois people. Shout out to Illinois News Joint again. Um, yeah, I mean, I we, yeah, I mean, just sorry if I haven't gotten back to you in my day jobs and stuff. Uh, um, also when I again, I I definitely want to schedule something with you guys. Talk, uh, no, because talking about that, but yeah, I mean, again, when my schedule clears up, I'll try to I'll try to have you guys on. And shout out to all my Midwest listeners. I want to do some shout outs before we go back to this. Get back to it. The benchmark for many indoor grows is to produce flour for about $500 a pound, Barish said. So there's really that much room for a producer to be able to make money. 
At $500 per pound, the cost to produce an ounce of marijuana is about $31.25. Barr said that the falling, pr falling prices make growing marijuana less enticing, which eventually translates to less production and price stabilization as seen in other states like Washington and Oregon or older markets. Based on the entry cost today, it, is, it takes a lot longer to recoup your investment, which really makes it not such a great business model anymore, Barr said. Washington and Oregon have already kind of been through the bottom and they're on the upswing. These markets are a lot more stable now. We kind of right we're kind of right behind them. It's going to it's going to get worse. Then it's probably going to get a little better and stabilize. Despite less revenue going into businesses, there has not been a surge there has not been a surge of businesses dropping out of the market. One casualty is Grand Rapids-based Terrapin, a grow processing operation that opened a 35,000-square-foot 35, facility in 2020 and was eventually licensed to grow up to 10,000 plants. By July of this year, the Detroit Free Press reported that the business was operating with a skeleton after laying off nearly 42% of its staff. The business is now closed and the licenses are void. Boom, which operates and grows one of the largest retail chains in the state, closed four stores in July, but said plans to open retail locations in three new cities were still on track. There have been a lot of layoffs happening in the industry, Farish said. And there's been a lot of consolidation. People are trying to figure out how they can reduce their costs. Optimism. Barry Goodman, the owner of Freddy's business with a retail location, seven-acre grow and processing facility in, in Clio, thinks that the market is hitting rock bottom. And shout out to Michigan Cannabis. I've 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 had I've I've been in Michigan a couple of years. Some of the best cannabis, some of the best edibles I've had in my entire life. They get slept on as a cannabis, especially with their. With Prices tumbling. Definitely check them out. Y'all don't need don't need to go to Colorado. You don't need to go to California. You don't even really need to go to Washington. Equally as good of, of cannabis to be had in Michigan. Check them out if you haven't. If you haven't if you haven't considered Michigan, consider them again, people. Right. Continue. Barry Goodman, the owner of Freddy's business with a retail location, seven-acre grow and processing facility in Clio, thinks the market is hitting rock bottom. Right now, he said growers are consistently lowering their prices to compete. There are too many growers and not enough retailers to sell it, he said, but that may soon change. Detroit, for instance, is going to opt in with 60 recreational licenses, said Goodman, who owns a Southfield-based Goodman Anchor personal in injury firm they'll take some of the surplus that's reducing the price and then other cities across the state are going to be entering the market they're seeing that it'll actually be a boon because there's more money for public safety there's very little crime and the curb appeal is high end they look like starbucks jewelry swords that kind of thing detroit's plan to allow recreational sales has been upheld the court 2020, after multiple lawsuits, a program of unfairly giving preferential to longtime Detroit residents. 
city now expects to be issuing retail marijuana licenses in 2023. Goodman said that marijuana business owners he speaks to or he speaks with agreed that we bought them out. I think by spring when there are more dispensaries out, I think the price will go up 30%, he said. So instead of $1,000, 1200 per pound, I'm thinking anywhere from 1200 to 1800 depending on the quality. Enforcement. Beyond the visible market forces, there is an unlicensed marijuana market that's putting pressure on prices through competition that's nearly impossible to quantify. A study issued by the Anderson Economic Group in 2021 estimated that only one-third of all marijuana purchases are conducted through licensed commercial sales. There are so many outdoor crops illegally done by millions of different people, Goodman said. I think law enforcement would help getting at this issue, but I don't but they don't seem to be getting involved in the illegal growth. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of snake. Um retailers gotta order, offer a better product instead of paddling on the that are offering product. If the streets are doing better than the retail stores, then so be it. Retail stores got to step up their game instead of stores tattling on. There are, however, in indications that law enforcement and regulators are stepping up efforts to eradicate black market marijuana from the illicit and licensed markets. CRA this month fined and suspended a Detroit medical marijuana retailer after an inspector in May of 2021, observed backpacks and duffel bags filled with untagged marijuana at the shop. State police raided a Grand Traverse County cannabis farm and CBD shop on suspicion that it was operating as an unlicensed marijuana business. Numerous industry insiders call for greater enforcement during the CRA's quarterly meeting in September. At that meeting, Allison Arnold with the Cannabis Attorneys of Michigan said that there's not nearly enough growers in the licensed markets to supply the amount of marijuana dis on themselves, indicating that some of it comes through black market sources. Illicit sales remain the main way that Michiganers can get their cannabis, and there's also a growing number of licensed cannabis operators providing illicit or untested products, Shelley Edgerton said in a statement issued by the MCMA follow, following the quarterly meeting. We can't help, or excuse me, we can help address the Two pressing issues by cracking down on the illicit market and ramping up enforcement statewide. Despite issues, Barish said the industry isn't going anywhere. Quote, the Michigan market is likely to mature at three billion at a three billion dollar industry is what the CRA tells us. But it's definitely going to go through a lot of corrections and adjustments, he said. We are going to have to continue to evolve, pivot, and get creative to be efficient. Because we all know that the profit margins are not what they end quote. End of article, people. This is good for the undocumented patients in Michigan. Um, good for documented patients of Indiana. Great for Illinois because it's to force Illinois to step up their game and stop being on the BS. Regards to grassroots are going to be more inspired to bring their cannabis at 
bring their cannabis parity I mean with, with Michigan with Illinois because you are, are not going to want to drive to perpetuity you are going to want to demand that their that, that their market step its game up and work for the people voters there um states competing against each other to provide a deal is always going to be a good thing we're hoping that that this is going to have trickle down effects throughout the midwest and you know the people of missouri that are going to be voting on leave um again missouri will be starting out in midwest market already has two going on with michigan markets but again this this is good for the this is good for the patients good for the average joes having a lot of choice is good um it keeps the prices down and it keeps it so these dispensaries can get away with charging you a hundred bucks for a quarter they can do it can't do it you'll go to the other store home grow and choice is leverage never forget that folks but enough from me i can be found anywhere you find podcasts that is itunes castbox radar i have radar platforms like it find me on twitter at icc pod and getter at icc and on instagram at underscore i'm canvas as always everyone stay medicated my friends out and ciao